Well, that went real fast. Um, I'm not connected to your internet. Uh-huh, yes, yes. Yeah, so. Hi, uh, welcome to Talk Comics to Me. Today will probably go so much smoother if you're watching us on Instagram because Heather's not connected to my shitty, shitty internet. So, hey, uh, we're here to talk about comics. It is Thursday... Heather, what day is it? The 9th? It's the 8th. Fuck! Unless my calendar is off. No, I think you're... I think you're right. I think it's the 8th. Okay, yeah, no, because I... Because I feel like I looked at the calendar today to determine what spooky movie I was on, so... Yeah, no, I I was about to say the same. Yep. I I realized because I posted my... I'm a day behind of posting my spooky movies, so... We'll post our spooky movies for you, too, someday. Maybe. We'll get there. (laughs) All right, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, you go first. Okay, so I have uh, Black Widow. This is issue number two. Um, This issue deals with... So, Natasha lost her memories, or they were, like, taken from her or something, and she was given, like, a whole new life. So she's living this weird life where she's an architect. It's a whole thing. Um, Clint and Bucky find her and they're trying to figure out like what happened and Natasha keeps doing all these weird things that she doesn't understand like she can fight she knows how to fight like she builds a bomb and it's just like what the fuck did I just do so um there is something bigger at work here there's a reason why she loses all of her shit and how she's gonna get them back I don't know but um it's fun (laughs) I haven't done that in a while Um, (laughs) I don't know. There's just a really, I don't know. They're doing recon, Clint and Bucky are, and they're both like pretty bad at it because they just keep talking. But it's, I don't know. It's interesting. I like the dynamic of the characters. I think it's really good. I like it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> all right. So uh, first I have Getting It Together. This is a number one. This has a large team. Uh, Cena Grace, Omar Sop. I'm gonna say that Spahi. 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 I always try. I keep trying to mix those. Mm. Spahi, uh, Jenny D. Fine, and Strubble. So a large team. They all did it. It's a big one. It's a big one. Well, it's about a big team. It is about a big team. But yeah, this is about just like growing up in your early twenties. Uh, it starts off with the main character talking to his friend Sam, who has just gone through this just like terrible terrible breakup and it happens to be that he is broken up with his friend's sister and his sister is also his roommate i think i read a little bit of that yeah did i mean, we get a preview for it because somehow I, I read like the first couple pages it might have been in previews yeah it might have been in previews i don't know i enjoyed it i i think there is something that's like relatable to it as well you know just like that feeling of just like oh everything's over but it also just has like that realness to it like right. all the characters are just really i don't know human so it's nice in that like sense yeah, real so, world problems real real world <laughs> problems but also just like i don't know it's not <clears throat> It's not one of those things where it's like, okay, all of these characters are white, they're all straight. It's just like there's like that dynamic that's like real to it. So I don't want people to see my facial expressions. Okay. 
Um, is the dynamic between the friend group, is it realistic? I can't realistic? do this with you with the mask on. Okay. Is it realistic? Yeah. Like the yeah. way they interact and stuff? Yeah. Because I know sometimes when you're writing a large group like that, it's hard to get all of them right. No, it, like I said, it felt really, really comma real. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You know, like me, this isn't a typical book I would probably pick up anyway. So I just... I don't think it would have been a first issue I would have enjoyed if, like, the characters weren't, like, realistic and, like, who, like, people I wouldn't, like, I could, I could feel this, like, I could be, like, this is, like, my life at some point, like, these things didn't happen to me in this exact way, but, like, it's relatable in that sense. Okay. Good. Maybe I'll have to read it then. Yeah, I mean, at least, like, check, I'll let you borrow this first issue. I think it's, like, at least worth checking out, and I'm, I am excited to see, like, what happens with these characters and how they develop and, you know... If it doesn't go well, then I just get rid of it. I just drop the book. But yeah. right now, I'm I'm gonna see what happens. I like these characters. I don't know if I have like I kind of like feel like I have a favorite already, but you know, I just I'm not sure. Plus, I can never remember anybody's names either. So him. <laughs> yeah, I think really. I think it probably would be him. Yeah, because it's like this, I know you. This character. Okay, that's the only reason I guessed him because that's the only one that I knew. I'm not gonna, not gonna necessarily look into it. Okay. 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 Let's move on. Okay, let's go. Uh, next we have Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology. This is issue number one. So Neil Gaiman is writing all the words, and then there are several different uh, artists on the the stories themselves. So it's kind of like a little anthology over. Norse mythology and the stories that are held within it. Yeah, isn't this like a direct from his actual like book, Norse mythology book? book? Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. I I've never read that one because you know I've already discussed it before. I'm not going to go through it again. Yeah, um, it's fine. Yeah, but I I actually enjoyed this. Yeah, I really liked I liked the dynamic of having all of the different like artists on mm-hmm. the book because it changed the stories like to the way they're supposed to feel too as right. well. So, yeah, it was really enjoyable. I actually liked it more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> um, I happen to love Norse mythology. Oh, if do you? you do not know this about <laughs> me, I enjoy it quite a bit. Huh. So, I tend to pick up anything that has to do with it, really. Um, and I mean. There's not really any way you can go wrong with it since the stories are all kind of the same. But, I don't know, people writing in different voices sometimes doesn't translate as well. Um, But this was fine. I enjoyed it. (laughs) As our local Norse mythology kame guru. Um, Not going to do that. Okay. (laughs) Call me professional. Um, My professional Norse mythology friend. Professional Norse mythologist professor. (laughs) Professor. (laughs) Okay. um, I have uh, Money Shot. This is issue number nine. Um, This is about the group of scientists. They're on the planet. I can... I still don't know how to pronounce it. Cockinair. Um, Anyway, they ran off with the... I forgot you didn't say it last time. Yeah. Uh, They ran off with the emperor... I'm not sure if he's an emperor or a king. He's just royalty. He rules the planet. Um, they ran off with his uh, bomb. Well, he keeps calling it a... What the fuck does he keep calling it? I'm so sorry. Bulbs. 
they ran off with his bulbs um, and they get away somehow um, with their little transmitter thing, but it doesn't have enough juice or whatever because it's powered by the people who are watching their live streams of them fucking. And since it got cut short, they just didn't have enough juice. So they end up on this planet and they're like, hey, we need to get tons of views really fast. Let's think of something crazy. So they're like, hey, there's two aliens. One of them can shapeshift. Let's shapeshift into the president and pretend to have him fuck this centaur lady and that gets them going <laughs> all right um uh i'm sure i've mentioned this from the previous issues the president is just a big turd yes, yes. he has some really funny lines though and i don't know if i'm supposed to like hate him or just hate him so much that i love him but he said a man hugged me made me feel comfortable complimented me for the first time in my life so I called him daddy, and he's crying. Um, so, yeah, there was that. That was, <laughs> that was pretty fun. Uh, it's like short and sweet day. I, I just, I mean, I enjoyed all of my comics. I just don't really have too much to say because they're all, like, pretty far in, and I've talked yeah. about them enough. Um, but, I, yeah, I still love Money Shot. I still love the characters. I don't surprisingly care for many of the main scientists, mm-hmm. but I just like all the things that they do and, like, the places that they go. All right. And the weird people that they meet. Like, I, I hate the president. You can quote me on that. <laughs> but I'll tolerate him in comic book form, especially <laughs> if he's funny, too. Uh, all right. So I have Dreaming uh, Waking Hour. This is issue number three. Uh, Lindy is in the dreaming. Ruin is trying to get her out. This particular issue is like, it's really, really solid. I mean, I love every single one of these issues, but Lindy is basically just like losing it in the Shakespeare Shakespeare weird Shakespeare world. And the art just does like a really great job of just showing. Oh my God. It's so good. Yeah, showing everything that's going on. Uh, Yeah, I just, I can't recommend this like, story enough even if you are unfamiliar with like the sandman universe and these particular characters this makes it really easy to just kind of jump in and kind of figure it out i might have to pick it up in trade yeah it's a lot of fun and like i said the art is beautiful i really like i love i love ruin and i really do love lindy like this uh issue starts out with like her doing a monologue or a soliloquy i guess of like her like what has happened to her and how like her baby was born and all of these things and like how she is feeling at this exact moment and i don't know it's just it's done really well it's done really well it's pretty great yeah it's a good team on it yeah it is a really solid team i don't know why i didn't pick it up yeah i because you know how much i love nick robles I, i i know that's why i am shocked i am absolutely shocked but it is I'm glad I did it. Yeah. I'm just going to get it in trade and I'm going to enjoy it all at once. And then oh, I'm yeah. going to tweet him for hours when I finish. Just, just like straight at him. Just pictures of me just holding it and like, hey, pay attention to me. I read it. <laughs> Applaud me. Uh, That's all it. I want. Yeah, I get it. Post more Nightcrawler. <laughs> okay. So next we both have... We only find them when they're dead. This is issue number two. So this this book has a moment because they say they say the title. Oh, I thought uh, you were pointing to Patrick. I was oh, like, I mean, hey Patrick, 
But also, uh, you point at the book and you're like, oh, shit. Because they say the title of the book. And I stopped pointing and comic. I started doing that Michael Scott face. <laughs> That's what I do when it happens. I, I, I literally stopped reading and I just like pointed at it with Chris. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, it says it. Uh, but yeah, this... I really like the art is so good in this book. It is, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, <laughs> it's it's so stupid. It is just like how is somebody this good at doing art, and why are the colors so great? Anyway, the words are also pretty cool, right? Yeah. So let's talk about words for a moment. This story. <laughs> um. So in case you weren't here for the first one, um, it is a story about a group of space humans. I don't know what you would call them. I, I don't know. I've been called, I feel like they're kind of like pirates, but yeah, not space pirates. We'll just say space they're pirates. They're not like 100% pirates because like they're legal pirates, but right. they're, they're still like scavenging off dead gods. So that's what they do. They scavenge <laughs> from dead gods. Um, and they turn in the meat and pieces and stuff for credits and money and stuff through the company that they pirate for. Um, but the, the captain of the ship, I can never remember his name. It makes me feel terrible because he's such a great character. I I feel like they say his name. I know they do. But anyway, um, this kind of goes into, you know, he realizes that they only find, the gods when they're dead and he's okay yes there it is um he wants to change that so he wants to find a god that's still alive and that could get them into a lot of trouble so that's what they're doing yeah this delves into uh george's past Mm -hmm. and and go ahead is i don't know his personality with his uh current people yeah and he's actually really good to them yeah, but there's, like, definitely some division amongst the people in the ship mm-hmm. and kind of division about, like, what's happening. I don't want to say anything about that. They're they're being pursued, and that is also a part of his past. Yep. So it's, uh, again, in case you didn't hear, it's really good. The art's incredible. The story's really interesting. Yeah, the story is really interesting, only being a couple issues, and they've given you enough of, like, little pieces to, like, definitely draw you in and intrigue you. What can I say? I can't wait for more. And apparently this is only book one, which leads me to believe that there will be multiple books. That's usually why they say that, right? Yeah. I I hope so. I I think that's usually the case. Unless they're doing a Coen Brothers thing and they're just playing us. Saying based on a true story. <laughs> or they're just giving us, like, a book that's like this, this, you know. You know. I like, would be okay with either way. Yeah, it'd be fine. I just want to read. <laughs> All right, go on. Go? Okay. So what number is this? This is No One's Rose. This is issue number five. This is apparently the last issue. Hmm. Um, I'm not surprised. I just never looked into how many issues it actually was. For some some reason, I thought there was at least one more. Yeah. Um, But anyway, um, the sister, Ten, is dealing with the, I don't know, the realization that her dad wasn't a bad person. Like, they've been led to believe this entire time. So her brother's actually right. Um, So she's trying to use that knowledge to 
continue with what she was doing with the the people who want them to stay within the dome, mm-hmm. but in a way that will it will actually help people because she wants to help people. Um, in the last issue, there there was an explosion, and you find out that it actually um, killed her brother. Oh, okay. Which, I mean, it is like a it's a big thing, but it's also like the way that they do it in here. It kind of it pushes it all forward. Um, so then she teams up with the group of outlaws that her brother was with and she helps save the people um and the way that it ends is kind of i don't know if they if they wanted to do a story that was like 10 years from you know the last book and yeah where they are then they could do it because it ends with them like starting to rebuild outside of the dome okay cool. um yeah it's really really interesting um i don't i guess my one complaint is i just didn't really like the dialogue between some of the characters okay uh and i don't know if this is because it's supposed to be like set in some sort of future maybe the way people speak has changed a bit but it just it seemed weird but otherwise i surprisingly enjoyed that story quite a bit all right yeah no because i remember in the beginning it was on the on the edge yeah like the first couple issues were just all right what the heck um but then that third one really drew me in and i feel like I don't know. I'm lucky I'm patient. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I got strings hanging off my pants. All right, so now I have Far Sector. This is issue number eight. I thought I was going to say six, mm. but it's definitely issue number eight. This book is really far along, so I'm just not really going to go too much into it. I'm still really, really, really enjoying it. But there is a lot going on. A lot going on. The basic premise of the story is that this particular Green Lantern, Joe, was sent to this planet that harbors, that suppresses the emotions in its people, and there had been a murder, and that, and basically this story just goes into the past of the planet, how they got to this point, and then lots of, lots of very explosive things, explosive things happen, so... It's really relevant. I think it's totally worth reading. The art is really, really great. It's also a solid book overall. Okay. Um, do you know, is there a first trade of that out already? I actually don't know. I never asked. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, you can, <clears throat> pardon me, borrow my issues. But, yeah, I have, every issue I've really enjoyed. I wish that there hadn't been that, like, long COVID break. Mm-hmm. Because it's just every issue hits really well and I just wish I could have had it like more cohesively so I mean it'll be worth going going back to read again Mm -hmm. is it a 12 issue series Mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. I mean unless maybe they let it go on which would be really cool I'd be down with that there's so much you could do with it yeah no there is there really is and like I'm really fascinated by this character and I would like to see them like do more things Mm mm-hmm who knows? Oh. Maybe they will be able to. Yeah, I hope so. We don't know anybody who works at a comic shop. Sorry. Thank- thanks, though, Patrick. Do you work at a comic book shop? Are you the one that works at the comic <laughs> book shop? <laughs> Can you tell us when Far Sector, if there's a Far Sector trade out? Go ahead and open Diamond and look that up for me, please. <laughs> I'll give you the code if you need it. 
All right, so now we have Lonely Receiver. This is issue number two. Number two. Um, this issue deals with our main character's <laughs> breakup. Um, yeah. And the Katrine deals with uh, Katrine in the, in the first issue. You got to know who she was, her emotional problems in relationships, and then... This is her dealing with being broken up with and being left alone and not knowing if it's her fault or not. I loved it just because of, I thought this was very realistic, especially yeah. because it seems like very manic on some pages. Yeah, no, it, I the art really fit with the, the cadence of the story. And I really did like those like background monologues where like she was just like talking to herself about everything that was happening. Mm -hmm. I did, I was like really off-putted, but off-put by the guy's story about, like, him and his partner's, like, sex Banging, life. yeah. And it was just, it's, like, it was nice to see, like, how she reacted to that as well, because I was like, what in the fuck is happening right, right now? See, and I was, too, at first, but then I kind of questioned, she's in that place because she was looking for someone made specifically for her, so maybe that's just a normal thing that people talk about there. Yeah. But... You know, I don't know. I don't live in that world. <laughs> I'd be like, stop talking about your dick, dude. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, please stop. I, I'm i in a hospital gown. I just got broken up with. I have a tube shoved in my throat. Like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, there is something really relatable about, like, this particular issue and, like, the emotions of, like, breaking up with somebody and not feeling like you know, like, who you are anymore mm -hmm. because of that. And I suppose in this case, even more so because you paid money, like, this person is meant, like, is supposed to be with you. Yeah. So it's just, like, how... And you find out that the way that they left and it's just not normal. Yeah. So, yeah, it does cause her to kind of burrow deeper into this self-pitying hole that she has put herself into. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. Like it a lot. Still, uh... Five out of five. Two thumbs up. Six popcorns. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. I have Thor. This is issue number eight. Um, Thor comes back to uh, Oklahoma where our pal mechanic something or another. I cannot remember what his name is. I'm so sorry. I'm terrible with names. Adam. Is it? Forgive me. I just won't even try anymore. Um, he picked up the hammer and he became Thor. So Thor, kind of, well, I mean, the number on the, the hammer was Tony Stark. So Tony Stark ends up getting called. There's like a, a nice, cute little fight between the two of them. And then Thor does really good for the man that got turned in. I don't know how to like explain it without giving it away because I know it's, it's setting it something up. Mm-hmm. Um... So I don't want to, like, give – maybe the details are crucial. But this new Thor, the the Adam, the one from Oklahoma, I feel like this is going to be it for him. I kind of liked him. He was just a regular old man who's just like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I just picked up your hammer. I don't know what happened. And mm -hmm. Thor's like, no, it's chill. You want to go fly? <laughs> it's great. I love just going to fly. Yeah, that was, like, all he wanted to do. And Thor was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Like – Let's fucking go. Teaches him how to fly with the hammer, and the dude's like, chill. See you later, dude. It was nice. That's kind of the kind of conversation that I would have with Thor, too. 
Also, let me see your brother. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. And yeah, I don't think you, you'd be like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you. No, I'd like to shake his hand to see how strong he is. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just straight to the brother. <laughs> I wouldn't even. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, so now I have Bang. <laughs> this is issue number four. Mm-hmm. Did you like that? Mm-hmm. I was really proud. This follows a detective character. You meet a detective character, and she solves a crime. And our first main character, James Bond character. Oh, my God. Okay, I thought his name was James Bond. I just went, James Bond is in this book? No. How did they... Up- legalize that like how did they obtain the rights no his name is not james bond but jimmy band (laughs) his name we're awful with names today apparently like we just we had a lot of books yeah a lot of books oh yeah thomas cord also like this book i read the first two before covid and then several months it's just coming back right yeah and the third issue is like last month yeah this is the fourth issue so I didn't go back, which is probably what I should have done, but look, it's all in the boxes. They're heavy. I got to take them up and down. It's too much work. It's too much work, but he's gathering all of the people that are within these books because they've been prophesized to die, and he's taking them to the writer who has this, like, automatic typing machine that's, like, typing out the future. I always wanted one of those. <laughs> so it's it's a lot. There's a lot going on here. Hmm. But yeah. yeah, each book deals with a different type of like action hero or like detective type. Character. Are they all gonna come together in the end? Yeah, like, like that, that movie that's, Babel. That's like what they're doing right now. Like the oh. first issue was like the Thomas Cord, the James Bond character. The second issue was him finding uh, the why am I blanking the Die Hard character. Bruce Willis's character from Die Hard. John uh, McClane? Yes. And then the third character was just like this super spy lady. Nice. Did I get his name right? Was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am never confident with any of Bruce Willis' characters. Well, I you just did it, and I, I said, I was like, yep, let's keep going. Damn. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I Thank for, you. I forgot. Uh, yeah, so it's like he's gathering all of those people because they're all fictional characters, but they all have these books written about them. Why is it called Bang? Is it just because it's like an action story yeah. kind of? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's, I'm hoping and, it's that... all, and it's all kind of like a pulp. Like oh, pulp, okay. Pulpy, like a right. pulp book or pulp movie. That makes sense. Okay. Because it also starts out with like the first page of like their kind of story. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. A little extra reading if you care for it. Yeah. I have not. <laughs> not at least with this issue. I, I feel that. I <laughs> I was like, I'm tired. Once I get through the comic, I'm just like, mm, one day. <laughs> I'll get to him one day. Uh, all right. And now, next next on our pulp, pulp list. On our poll and pulp list. It's Adventure Man. This is issue number four. And what's her, what's her name? Why am I? Mom. Mom. <laughs> Um, mom is being integrated back into the Adventure Man story. Um, she's been gone from home 
tell me when you find her name because I don't remember it. Um, I don't know why I'm forgetting because I'm just like, I know her. Claire. Fuck, Claire. I was like, her name yes. is like very obvious. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. okay. It's okay because Matt Fraction said he doesn't remember his character's name. So I don't think I should have to remember their names. It's not important. And, we and we mom, know her as mom. And mom is important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sorry. She's getting uh, <laughs> sucked back into that world. She's remembering things. Um, she's growing. She's still. growing. She's still growing. Eating all those green beans. Yeah. Um. So she's been missing from her home for just the day, right? Yeah, I think so. It's been just like a day. Um. And she's with her old buddies and her son, baby boy. I can't remember his name either. Um. He is figuring out because he's smart what is happening to her by reading the Adventure Man books. So. That's pretty much it, and he thinks he found a way to find her so that they can bring her home or at least, like, figure out what's going on with her. Mm, I thought it was, like, right up here, but Is it, like, fine. Adam or something? Jimbo? <laughs> Maybe boy. <laughs> I know they yell at him at the table. They say, put your book down or something. Yes, they do. They always yell at him. Tommy. That's a kid name. So at one point, do they become Thomas or Tom? <laughs> or do just, they just stay Tommy? That's weird to me. I will never call a grown man Tommy. Tommy. Or like Bobby. You know, do you Robert or Bob? Fuck off. Yeah, I know a Bobby. I, I know a Bobby too, and I hate it. <laughs> you hate the Bobby or you hate that he calls himself Bobby? Mm, I guess a little bit of both. <laughs> All right, talk about your book. Okay. Um, I have Deceased, <laughs> Dead Planet. This is issue number four of seven. Hopefully the last part in this, what was supposed to be a one-part series. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, they figure out a way to get the anti-life equation out of Cyborg to heal everyone who has been injured and who hasn't been killed by this group of super people because they thought that's what you had to do. Imagine how frustrated you would be if, like, you were one of these people, and then just randomly they're like, no, we can bring him back. And they're like, what are you talking about? We just, like, ripped the head off of two of our friends. <laughs> we'll never be able to bring him back. Anyway, um, so, yeah, they go to New Genesis um, where they need to get Metron's chair in order to see something that's going on. And then Metron deuces the fuck out of there, and that's the page that I wanted uh, you to see. That's sick. Yeah. Um, we have an old enemy come back. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> that's fucking outrageous. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like, I still, <laughs> yeah, I still so... really enjoy this, but it's, like, so uh, silly. That is so silly. That I just don't know if I'm supposed to be, like, taking it seriously or if it, this is, like, I don't know, a Bruce Campbell horror movie where I'm just, like, this is fun. I feel like it's supposed to be a Bruce Campbell horror movie. But... Okay, because that's how I've been reading it. I mean, it. that's... I feel like that's how we're supposed to take all zombie things, except for, like, you know, obviously not funny zombie things. That's true. I Yeah, uh, most zombie things I read as if I'm, like, watching a Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. It just makes it so much more fun. That's probably why I can continue reading them, because 
yeah it's just fun for me yeah and i like i had a fun time with that first like story arc but i i just couldn't do it again i just just couldn't like handle it and especially because it felt like the first story arc was so like I don't know, the first story arc felt like it was supposed to be serious, mm-hmm. and I just, like, couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. That was my George Romero one. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it was just like, I don't, I don't know, like, I just won't continue. I am, I'm not gonna lie, I, I enjoy these other series almost more because of that, because they are, like, more fun to read. Yeah. Whereas, like, that first, what was it, three issues? Yeah, I don't even It was remember. really short, I remember that, but... Yeah, no, I mean, those... there was that extra good day to die yeah. one, too. So, four, four technically. Yeah. And then the second one was five, and then this one's seven. They're just, why are they doing this to me? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I still really enjoy it, despite all the silliness, because um, some of the characters may look kind of funny, but there are certain pages that are just done really well. So yeah, that was it. Deceased. All right, now I have Alien. The original screenplay. This is issue number three. And they broke quarantine. Let this Ooh. man on the ship. Ooh. Looks like he's fine. They're having dinner. They're having a nice a nice family dinner before they're supposed to go to cryo sleep. And a fucking alien bursts out of his chest. Can you what? Be- can you believe it? What? During a nice what? family Rewind. dinner. <laughs> During a nice family dinner. And they're all like, oh, fuck. Probably shouldn't have let this dude on the bo- the boat. The ship. It's a boat. It's a space boat. It's a space boat, yeah. But yeah, this is just that whole, that scene plus the scene where they're trying to track down the alien and they find uh, the cat instead. Nice. Um, speaking of, uh, Chelsea Wolf has been doing her own version of, like, Inktober, you know, since mm-hmm. people aren't doing Inktober. But she doesn't draw, but she does, like, pictures and she yesterday had redone the series of Sigourney Weaver and the Pumpkin and like her laying on the couch. And yeah. people loved it so much that she did Ripley and the Cat today. Nice. I'll have to show it to you because it's actually really cool. All right. That's, and that, that, and that is uh, Alien, the original screenplay, issue number three. Watch the movie if you haven't and yeah. read the book if you haven't. <laughs> anyway. Says the person. Decorum. This is issue number four. Five. Number five. This issue um, just kind of goes into the years that Niha Nori sued. How did I remember that name and not Claire? Because we said that one like yesterday. Yeah, that's true. Um, she's going through her assassin training and it's over the course of what, like three years? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, just going into each year and how she handles the certain subjects that they're learning. Yeah. Art's, art's great. It's absurd how good it is. Story's still really interesting. Mm-hmm. And the dynamic of the story is, like, really, really interesting. Just, like, the serious tones of it, like, mixed along with the kind of, like, funny things that are happening as well. Yeah. I don't know why every time she lands on the ground, that's why I mm-hmm. was laughing. Because to me, it looks like she's being, like, knocked out, like, into space. <laughs> I didn't even realize that she was just being laid out flat on the ground. I yeah. thought she was, like, moving away. It's still funny. It's uh, really good, this yeah, series. Yeah, the series is really great, but if you do jump on, be prepared, because it is a little bit of a confusing ride. Yeah, it is um, kind of a lot to take on, especially because it's not... 
there's like three separate separate storylines, mm-hmm. but they're not all in every issue. And they're not all taking place at the same time. Yeah. So you kind of have to, you know, it's classic style. You, he just weaves the story and you got to <laughs> get it all at the end. You just got to be able to read comics properly if you're going to get into this thing, I guess. Thanks for the graphs, I guess. <laughs> the maps and shit. You know, that's my favorite part. All right, so I caught up on Die, but I won't say anything. I read issues number 13 and issues number 14. And I did not. (laughs) Let me tell you, got a little bit of brain scramble, but I think this is, like, the best way to read Die is, like, multiple issues at a time. Maybe I should start doing that or just taking notes. Regardless. You're not going to take notes. No way. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean... Who the fuck knows? Who knows who I am anymore? I refuse to. I spent like an hour organizing shit the other day. Uh, Regardless, this is uh, issue 13 is about Ash and uh, George Orwell having a conversation about the die world and why Orwell's there and basically why like the sisters are there. And what's kind of happening in this world. And Ash is trying to make this alliance as well. Which doesn't necessarily work out. Then issue 14 kind of continues that stuff. And then also goes more into the war. Like the war between uh, Parasia and Angoria, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, Angoria. Angora. Uh, Angora. And it's happening in Glastown as the other group is coming into Glastown to try and destroy some things. Stuff happens. Lots of stuff happens. I'm going to have to get caught up. Because I do really love that series. I just, you know, that issue, we didn't get right away. So then when I got it, I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, and I tried to, I was going to try to read issue 13 that night that we got Mm -hmm. our comics, but I had a large stack like this week. And then this, since this issue is basically just a conversation between George Orwell and Ash. It is a lot. A lot. <laughs> there are okay. a lot of words going on here. I think that's why, because I remember taking the damage home to read it, and then I think I opened it and was like, I can't do all these words right now, yeah. and that's why I didn't get around to it. But also, we'll have to we'll have to come up with a cool idea, because there's a contest where you can make an original character and maybe get drawn in to die and also be murdered. I'm gonna be a, a little, a little green elf. I just, named I thought Horobits. I thought we could just like merge character, like merge people, like be one person, like wear a big shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my idea is that we get a large T-shirt and just put it on. Can we? Can I have my side tie dye? <laughs> We'll definitely get chosen. No, the shirt wasn't. I just, I just figured, you know, we could somehow figure it out. Like, get a large cloak. But yeah, I guess a large shirt would also be involved. I just thought it would be funny if, like, we were a two-headed person in just this really large shirt. <laughs> no arms, though. Like, no. <laughs> have our arms down at our side. We just have really big toes. That's why we'll die. We have no way to protect ourselves. No arms. Yeah, we can't grab a sword. We just play possum. That's how we've survived this long. <laughs> and then roll. <laughs> All right. So now we have Buffy number 18, right? Yes. Oh, shit. You got it right. I'm so proud. 
Now, this is one comic that I do know everyone's name in. Uh, same. I, But I don't remember... For some reason, I don't remember Willow coming back last issue. Uh, she didn't, as far as I can remember. That's I feel like the actual Willow issue was supposed to come out first. Oh, okay. Which would make sense, but so which is why I don't want to talk too much on this one, because I felt like it got spoiled. Yeah, no, um, I, or, I, I, I actually was just like, I have no, like, the beginning of this, I had no fucking clue what was happening. Yeah. Like, I was like, really, it felt like a dream. Yeah, no, like, I literally didn't think this whole first half was real. Yeah, no, I didn't either as I was reading it, but so apparently Willow is, <laughs> is back. Um, Willow issue number four comes out next week. So that's why I thought maybe like there was maybe a scheduling issue. Yeah, especially with. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so Willow's back. Shit's weird, but not really because Willow's like real cool. Um, And Xander's a huge ding dong. Without giving too much away. That's about right. Classic (laughs) Xander. All right, you ready? Yeah, so now we've got swords. 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 Figured we'd change it up every now and then. This is Swords. This is issue number three. <laughs> so this is Wolverine, issue number six. Issue number three, or part three of X of Swords. In three this, of 22. In this issue, Wolverine goes to hell. Yes. Um, he is trying to find his blade. Sorry, his sword that he's going to be using in the Ten of Swords fight. Um yeah, that's it. Yeah, basically this sto- this issue goes over Logan's background and basically why this sword is connected to him and why this is the sword that is also meant for him. Mm-hmm. It also goes into a little bit of the background of the sword maker and this is why he has got to go to hell. Yes. Um and there's a there's a little bit to read about you know, each of the topics or whatever that they give. Um, but it's worth reading. Oh, for sure. And this issue also introduces Solom, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is going to be Wolverine's partner to the death. His boyfriend. <laughs> it's an enemies to lover. I'm uh, waiting for it. I mean, there is a little bit of, like, you know, bisexual drama that happens in this particular issue. So... You know, make sure to read those data pages mm-hmm. or you'll miss out. And then this is X Force issue number 13. That's Beast. Yeah, this is Beast. <laughs> uh, part four of X of Swords. And this continues and finishes off Wolverine finding his sword, teaming up with Solem. 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 And getting to the circle. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you probably my favorite part of this whole Exoswords event, which I think Heather also really enjoys, is that there is a page with all of the information about the swords. So it gives you, You get the sword stats. Yeah, you get the sword stats. How much it weighs, how long it is, what it's made out of, where it's from, who made it. It talks about the history, how it was forged. Some straight up fucking nerd shit there, and I am here for it. I I mean, I even also really enjoy the data pages that give all of the uh, information all on all the like other world like places as mm-hmm. well. 
Can I tell you my favorite part of this? Of course. Okay, I already told you, so I'm going to tell y'all. <laughs> uh, my favorite is when they're in hell, Wolverine is reanimating his muscle, tissue, body, fluid, and shit, and Solon is telling a story, and every time they show Wolverine, he's just laying like this on the cell, and a little bit of him has grown at a time, and then he gets up and walks around naked. <laughs> He does walk around naked. It is for a long time. (laughs) Yeah, like that whole like up until they have to go to the wedding. Yeah, there's a wedding. There is a wedding, (laughs) and it is very red. (laughs) Yeah, that is very true. Mm -hmm. All right. So then, last we have Marauders. This is issue number thirteen. This is part five of X of Swords. This is written by, I guess, one of my new favorites. Uh, Vita. Vita. This issue is amazing. To- <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, excuse you. Uh, as well, like, this is probably one of the best well-written storm stories I've ever, mm-hmm. ever read in my life. This is a uh, storm getting her sword. Um, traveling to Wakanda to get it. Uh, there's a lot of storm being storm. Yeah, there's a lot of storming storm, and there's also just a lot of, I don't know, X-Men just focuses, I mean, right now is focusing so hard on X-Men mm-hmm. that this just shows, like, what the consequences of their actions can be, even within their own, like, world and place. Sorry, I love when she comes back. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had, we had three X-Books and I know that they you do have to read them in a specific order, but I, I just love how they have all been working together to create this story. I didn't know how I would feel about it since there's so many different people who are doing it now, mm-hmm. but it just it, it feels so cohesive. Mm-hmm. Like it feels just like one like person or just like one being is writing all of these stories. They just do such a great job of interconnecting with one one another and uh just giving voices to their characters that work really well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I've I've been very, very satisfied with this X of Swords event so far. Even, like, the, pre, like, prelude issues have been, like, great. Like, I don't know. Everything leading up to this has been really good. And, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm, you know, I'm a little annoyed because I was like, I'm only going to read X-Men Red. That's it. It's just going to be a good one. And then I'm only going to read Uncanny. And then I'm only going to read House and Powers. I'm not going to do anything else. And then I have, like, 12 X-Men books right now. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't reading any X-Men books. I didn't want to read House and Powers. I didn't want to buy House and Powers. Mm-hmm. I was going to read it off the wall. Yeah, no, I straight up, like, ignored it until it came out. And then I read that first issue of House, and I was like, damn it, this is really good. Yeah, and then, yeah, now here I am. I am buying all of these issues to this, like, event. Because I, I don't know, I'm in, like, I'm not mad at myself so far. Mm-hmm. Like, so far I've been like, okay, shit, this is great. Like, every issue I've enjoyed, so fuck it. It's, I really like the direction they're taking him, too, because, I mean, you can do anything with X-Men. Mm-hmm. Giving him swords? Yeah, okay. Give, giving them swords and then, like, once again, taking away that, like, dynamic of, like, them being able to live forever, you know, like. Granted, I know they are not going to necessarily permanently die in this situation. But right. There are exceptions, though. Yeah. It's and just, they just don't know all of them yet because it's a new process. So who knows? Something could go terribly wrong. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm here for it. 
I'm all here for it. All right, that's it. That's all we got. It's Thursday. Thanks for joining us. We love you. Go buy comics. Take care of your friends. Take care of everyone around you. Everything's shitty. Yeah. So, so read live. some comic books instead. <laughs> live, laugh, love. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go watch some horror movies, my friends. It Tell is us. October. Tell us about them. Tell us which ones you guys are watching. I would like to know. Bye.